Welcome, friends, to another edition of Liberation Lectionary, where we riff on the scriptures and try to make sense of them for our time and for our day, and always make sure that we're grounding uh, the work of liberation um, in the here and now. And I'm Francisco Garcia, with you coming coming with coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, and with me always is my compañero here, Jamie Edwards Acton, priest out in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And people probably thought we disappeared, Francisco, for two weeks. Yeah, we took a little break. You know, this time of the year is always, is always something for everybody. So we, we <laughs> took, a, took a few weeks off, but we're not going away. We thought it'd be nice to start fresh with Advent, kick off the new uh, liturgical year with some, with, some good, with some good times about the coming of... Uh, Jesus in all manifestations, right? And what does this mean for us in our um, in, in the here and now? So, well, Advent's one of my favorite seasons, Jamie. So, I know. Yeah. Well, you're a published author on Advent, so I've yeah. I've used your work. So, that's good. That's good actually. Wow, that was like nine years ago. But it's yeah, it's evergreen. So, um, but anyway, we're looking at Luke um, as we kick off Advent. And um, Jamie is going to kick us off with the scripture. Yep. Um, all right. This is from Luke 21, 25 to 36. Jesus said, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth, stress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding in what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your head because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see yourself and know that summer is all, see for yourself and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life and that, and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all that all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Christ. So why, Jamie, are we not talking about the baby Jesus here, because I thought Advent was all about baby Jesus. You know, I'm thinking about Talladega Nights, a prayer to the six-month baby Jesus. Can't even talk yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it, if you think uh, it's just about Jesus, the baby Jesus, it's going to be confusing because here we are near the end of Jesus's life. We're yeah. starting with the end. Um, Very foreboding so, language. Yeah, very foreboding, and very it feels very current. Uh, this time, I think every time I read this, these little uh, apocalyptic 
readings, they always feel current, uh, given what we're involved in and stuff, how we see the world. But um, particularly, yeah, I mean, today, I, I, you know, there's way too much kind of corresponding language here, you know, the, the recent uh, climate crisis conference, right? And here there'll be signs in the sun, the moon and the stars. And here you have some of these, you know, coming out of that conference is like uh, some of those uh, smaller countries that are islands or whatever, you know, just like saying, you know, we're going to be gone if we don't change these numbers, right? In terms of uh, carbon reduction and, and commitment to getting rid of fossil fuels, we're done. This is real you life. Know? So, yes. Yeah, these are real life signs, right? Of of uh, coming from the sky, right? Yes. And um, and and then, you know, I uh, I read, I did something. I read somewhere where it said people will faint from foreboding, fear and foreboding. And the faint here is actually kind of um, the person defined the Greek as like a like losing your breath, becoming breathless, right? Like you freeze by losing your breath. And that made me, you know, kind of reflect on COVID and what's going on and everything. So just in these, you know, the language, sometimes it can seem archaic when we read it, but I don't know, when I'm reading it right now, uh, it feels uh, very current. There's no cognitive dissonance here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. And it's, and again, to return to the, it's not just about waiting for the baby Jesus, right? But even in this reading, Jesus states what we're waiting for. And it's this, you know, this, this reality, this reign of God, right? That becomes fully realized in our midst. Yeah, and in one sense, obviously, if we look at the kind of like the tradition or the orthodox understanding, Advent means both the the arrival, right? Of, um, you know, it's, it's celebrated during Christmas, obviously. So it seems like the expectation and the waiting for the birth of Christ it, that's what's happening seasonally, but theologically, it's always been about actually the second coming of Christ. Interesting, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what sometimes people don't really realize that, but it, it just, which is why the, the passage, um, why we're reading what we're reading. But, you know, I've always wrestled with that whole doctrine and understanding of the second coming of Christ and and what does that mean in terms of our of our life um, but what I really like in this passage is is you know that last sentence of of that first the first section when these things begin to take place stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near and so for me to understand what it means to um, sort of like wait in hopeful ex expectation for Christ's presence to really be felt and seen and manifest in the world, I think about it in terms of redemption, right? What does it look like for us? And, you know, which really is another way of thinking about liberation, right? Right. A, a right. real, complete freedom of, in mind, body, and spirit, a collective freedom, um, an exhale, like it says, right, to, uh, so that we actually know that we're fully alive and that we fully relate to God and things are well. So, yeah. Yeah. There, I love how, you know, it's the same, we have the same need today in this reading here. And imagine for Luke, you know, writing for his community, you know, it's kind of similar emotional stuff happening. And as they looked around and, 
and what they were experiencing and the and the you know the the tragedies and the the injustices and you know all those things and and yet in the midst of all that kind of tumult you know there's always this kind of relentless hope you know this relentless kind of lifting up your head and you know looking ahead right and waiting for that uh, new possibility right that new um idea that new leader or group of leaders or generation of leaders right that is uh, gonna you know embody this uh justice uh and love that we are longing for um and and you know it's it's not everything we need all the time but it's enough right it's enough to kind of keep you know moving forward and not completely resign ourselves absolutely and 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 if there is going to be hope where is the hope right mm -hmm. um it, it, it's it's actually in turning to each other as a community rooted in god right it's a community you know so it says um, stand up, raise your heads, you know, it's, it's talking about human agency, right? Who are we right. together in relation to this redemption, to this God that um, sees us and, and, and calls us to that place of, of mm -hmm. redemption, you know, which is yeah. rooted in relationship with God, right? To be fully connected right. with God and then with each other. Yeah, and I love I I love how Jesus always uses just you know the language of just day you know like the day to day kind of mundane things and um, and here he has these you know he's talking about two kinds of signs right one is like you talk what you use the word foreboding right this kind of you know our destruction is kind of around the corner right like the cries of that kind you know those countries at the conference climate conference that were saying you know we're doomed. Um, but then you, but then at the same time, Jesus offers up these hopeful imagery, hopeful imagery with the buds, right? I love on the tree, right? On the fig tree or any kind of tree, right? So the, you know, the traditional biblical tree that is us or any kind of tree, right? Look for those signs of new growth and, and the reason and, and trust, right? Like trust when you see those little buds that something's going to bloom and blossom from that. And that comes from experience right that comes from uh, living uh, the community living a life over time of having experienced that firsthand of you know and then seeing those signs that something new is about to happen again yeah yeah but I, and i think it's always held like it's like that um tension right and so i think that's where it keeps coming back in this passage about um you see these things and you know the kingdom of god is near um, but, you know, again, in that final section, still be on guard so that you're not weighed down, um, you know, <laughs> with, with the worries and the trappings of this world and, you know, keep alert at all times, right? It's like, yeah, how do we, um, so that you may have the strength, it says, to escape these things. So I think the strength to escape these things has to do with, you know, that like that that you know devastation in the world that is here and if we don't pay attention if we don't um act courageously um in witness to the what is needed in in in, in our communities in terms of justice whether it's 
you know, the climate, right, and, and what's happening to parts of the world that will be covered in water, you know, and, you know, what's happening um, with, uh, with our justice system, right, like we saw just this week with this, you know, horrible verdict in the um, Kyle was it written written house written written house yeah uh, verdict like we need to be awake and alert to the realities of 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 these injustices that plague our country um, and how do we respond continue to respond in a way that really proclaims a different way yeah yeah I learned a new word uh, in this reading Francisco uh, when I was I got to this word do not let your heart to be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and that's like hmm. so and then i went to the greek to see you know what the word what the actual word was was it actually dissipation huh you had to look up drunkenness in greek no no no, <laughs> no. dissipation so i looked up this drunkenness is drunkenness in greek but uh but the dissipation i loved how the greek concordance or whatever that i looked at uh it called it it used the word crapulence so that's going to be the title of my sermon, I think, when I preach on this, is don't be weighed down with crapulence. And I'm not going to necessarily use the, it's an archaic term, and I'm not going to use the traditional definition, which means like becoming sick with drunkenness or over excess and stuff. But I like just the more like what you think the word means, right? Crapulence. Like, don't be white. Yeah, don't be weighed down with all this crapulence, you know, <laughs> all this crapulence in the world going on, right? Whether it's Kyle Rittenhouse or whether it's the, you know, the people not taking, uh, going far enough at the climate crisis conference. And just, there's all kinds of examples of crapulence all around us. And um, so- That's gonna be our hashtag for this one. Hashtag <laughs> so, Look it up. I'm not lying. Look it up. <laughs> it's gonna be when you're an old crotchety man you're gonna be like crapulence <laughs> That's no, right. but, you know, there's something there right it, it, it has like multi, I think multiple dimensions right where you could really understand and the visual of being weighed down with, with these things right Yeah, it's yeah. significant because think about how weighed down we are by so much um, and in in the midst of you know we keep hoping that we're going to get out of this pandemic and we have some signs that point this way. Right. So it's kind of like the both end, like we're saying, right. So here, this, the scripture is saying, stand up and raise your heads. You know, it's almost like, look, we now have a vaccine available for children, you know, right. Um, look up, you know, keep moving in this direction. And then we still have this fight with like, you know, people who are like, uh, can't take the first damn vaccine. And more crapulence, more, more crapulence. crapulence. Yeah, it's just <laughs> lack of concern for the common good. You know, I mean, this is the hard right. part. How do we, especially in our culture that is so rampant with individualism, and it's like, I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna take care of me and my personal liberties. Our, I feel like the gospel is always calling us to a completely different way. Yeah, yeah to love your neighbor, right? Um, yeah, so, you know, get a vaccine. If not for yourself, do it for your neighbor, for crying out loud. Um, well, what do you think, Francisco? Any final words on, I like being alert. You know, that's that's an Advent kind of uh, 
code word, right? We're going to hear that in the readings and in the music and in the prayers, you know, being awake and alert. And that's not just, you know, a physical thing. That's part of it, but it's like really being and not woke necessarily. I'm sure someone's going to comment on that, but, uh, you know, but being like um, aware, right? Being like trying to have your eyes wide open um, and to see things uh, and to really push yourself to kind of not just kind of superficially analyze kind of what's happening in the world, but try to dig a little bit deeper and try to see what's really going on when Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, gets uh, a not guilty verdict. What's really, what is really going on there, right? Or when India and other countries can't go far enough, you know, at the climate crisis, what's really going on? There? What's driving that? What's motivating that? You know, it, it uh, I think that, uh, that word, that language is very Adventish. And it's very much about our faith, too. We're called to a deeper kind of, you know, look at things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a deep. So when people think about Advent as this, um, like, you know, slowing down, you know, all these kinds of things. Um, think about it in terms of a period of, of, of deep discernment towards towards uh, and uh, what is the kind of awakening I think that we need right now? The yeah. spiritual, uh, mental, physical, societ societal, is that a word? In society? Yeah. No, societal, uh, yeah. Societal. Societal. What is the kind of deep awareness and awakening that we need um, to, to get to the place where we really do raise our heads and we see redemption that is drawing here? And I think yeah. that this is a perfect time to, for that, for us to do that work personally, but all the more so in relation to our communities. Right on, Francisco. I think, I mean, I just think we could sum it up by just, you know, to be alert and look through all the crapulence, right? And just, you know, and look look for those buds and blossoms. Um, we need them. We need them. So. Can I steal that word for my sermon too this weekend? Please. Yes. It's, it's free. There's no copyright on that, but everybody go for it so Crappy I, I just want to see it on one of those old church signs you know where they put the, the sermon name on the outside of the church I'll give Crappy 20 bucks to anybody who does that 20 bucks so. <laughs> all right man. all right Francisco well we're back uh happy advent brother and we'll um let's keep let's keep this thing moving and shaking and um everybody out there you know we love it when you engage and and make comments and share with your friends and you if you want if you prefer on a podcast you can follow us on any place where you get your podcast uh it kind of loads up a couple days afterwards so um we're going to try to stay ahead so it's timely and um but uh help us spread the word all right stay uh stay uh, tuned for round two advent two coming up all right peace peace